watching the television series Chosen, and if you haven't, you really should. It's an exceptional portrayal of Jesus and his calling of his first disciples. And in the first season, there is a great scene that shows what is described in Luke 5, where Simon has been fishing all night and hasn't caught anything, and Jesus tells him to cast his nets on the other side of the boat just one more time before they come in. And the show adds some dramatic backstory in that Simon was up against a big tax liability and he had no way to pay it off and this was his last chance to bring in a haul in order to have the funds to be set free from this burden and yet he had nothing. He was giving up and then Jesus stepped in. And when they reluctantly threw their nets out one more time, their nets filled with more fish than they could even bring in the boat. Where there once was no fish to be seen, all of a sudden, Jesus made fish manifest out of nowhere. And in Simon's hour of desperation, when he needed nothing more than some fish, when he could not catch them himself, Jesus made them manifest. Now, manifest means to make visible or reveal what is hidden or unseen. And in 1 Peter 1.20, we see that Jesus was made manifest for us at just the right time. So let's read 1 Peter 1, 20 and 21. He was foreknown before the foundation of the world, but was made manifest in the last times for the sake of you, who through him are believers in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory, so that your faith and hope are in God. Now, last episode, we tried to flesh out that the first truth about Jesus here, that he was the plan for our salvation, foreknown by God for all time. But then we see the second truth about Christ. Not just did God know that Christ would come to earth and lay down his life on the cross for our sins, but at the right time, he made it happen. He made manifest Christ, breaking through history itself sending the king of the universe to our planet and causing him to appear before us, to be revealed. Philippians 2, 7 and 8 says, He became visible, he was revealed, having been made in the likeness of men and found in appearance as a man. Where once we had no savior, our savior is now here. In our hour of greatest need, when we could do nothing to remove the burden of sin, Romans 5.8 says that God shows his love for us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. To be manifested in the scriptural sense of the word is more than just to appear. A person can appear in a false guise, hiding who he truly is. To be manifested is to be revealed in one's true character, completely shared and known by all. The Greek word here for manifested is phanero, and it's often used in God's revelation of himself in the person of his son Jesus. And again, here, we may not fully understand this. This may be one of those secret things that belong to God that we just get to learn about and marvel in fact, 1 Timothy 3.16 calls this manifestation a mystery. It says, Great indeed, we confess, is the mystery of godliness. He was manifested in the flesh, vindicated by the Spirit, seen by angels, proclaimed among the nations, believed on in the world, and taken up in glory. 
And the mystery of this is the perplexity of the Trinity, the beauty of the Trinity. And here in that one verse, 1 Timothy 3.16, we see the distinct roles of all three persons of the Godhead in the work of salvation. God the Father made manifest God the Son, Jesus Christ, being vindicated by the Spirit. And now more than 20 times, Jesus himself says that he was sent by God. In verses like Matthew 10, 40, that says, He who receives me receives him who sent me. Or John 7, 16, where Jesus says, My teaching is not mine, but his who sent me. God made manifest his plan for salvation by sending Christ to earth. It was his plan all along. Remember the quote from last time that God has never looked into the future and learned anything? Our sin does not surprise God. Nothing you have ever done, no matter how bad or secret, has caused God to go, Whoa, I didn't see that coming. Our need for salvation did not catch God off guard. God is not like those baseball fans that aren't watching the game when a foul ball blindsides them in the head and the camera is right on them for all to see. God's more like the guy I saw in a video a while back. Maybe you saw this one too. There's this dad who is holding a beer in his right hand and a kid maybe one or two years old in his left arm. And as a foul ball is coming straight towards him, he lets go of his baby in his left arm for a split second for just enough time to swipe up and grab the ball with his left hand, all while retaining control of his beer in his right hand. And then he swoops back down and catches his child before she drops. God saw what was coming and he had a plan to put a stop to sin and to not let you drop. To put it very simply, the manifestation of Christ on earth was not an ambulance sent to a wreck. Revelations 13.8 says that Christ was the lamb who was slain before the foundation of the world because God knew all the time that I would need a savior. And he loved me enough to provide that savior. And so now this should spring up in us an overflowing well of joy and gratitude that changes our daily life as we gladly lay down our life for Christ's will. Here's why. 1 John 1-2 says, The life was made manifest, and we have seen it, and we testify to it, and proclaim to you the eternal life which was with the Father and was made manifest to us. And 2 Corinthians 4.11 says, For we who live are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our mortal flesh. So let me leave you with this quote from Kenneth Woost as we think about the life of Christ being manifested and what it shows us. He says this, This life which is invisible was made visible to the human race through the humanity of our Lord. And now we put light, which is invisible, through a prism, and we break it up into its component parts, and it becomes visible. The beauty of the life that God is, broken up into its various parts, such as love, grace, humility, kindness, is seen through the prism of the human life 
of our Lord. And so may our life make manifest the character of Christ in all that we do today and every day. And next time, we'll see the third truth about Christ in these verses, and it is the game changer, that Christ is raised from the dead. And until then, let's pray. God, thank you for sending Christ to us. May we make him manifest in our life through the Holy Spirit, just as you made him manifest in the flesh here on earth. We love you for how you love us all the way to the cross, and we praise you for your power and sovereignty over the world and over our lives. It's in Jesus' strong name we pray. Amen. Amen.